Thank you for listening to Merch Newbies, the podcast created specifically for the growing community of new merch by Amazon sellers. Join our Facebook group. The link is in the episode notes or go to Facebook and search Merch Newbies. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or would like to share your merch experience and be a guest on the podcast, email us at merchnewbies at gmail.com. Welcome to episode six of Merch Newbies. Again, I am your host, Jeff, and I thank you for sticking it out with me yet another week here on this podcast. I will have to say that this week in sales has been very slow ever since the end of St. Patrick's Day run. I don't know what it is about my designs. Again, yet I'm tier 25, guys. I have all of my spaces filled. I'm getting to the point now where I'm going in and reworking some keywords, trying to try some different strategies, utilizing some of the learnings from Merch Informer's newbie plan, which you can go sign up for. But I haven't had anything happen this week in so far as sales. And I think I have some pretty good designs out there that people would actually like to buy, but nobody's buying anything. And not only has Merch been slow for me, but also... Redbubble has not brought in any sales. And if you've listened to any of the podcasts in the previous weeks, I've talked about how I've done well on Redbubble. It's not extremely well, but you know, I've talked about how I've done certain things on Redbubble and made certain sales that kind of really fueled my passion to continue with merch, just because I know that there is an audience out there that enjoys some of the things that I create. With that being said, I wanted to take the direction of this podcast a little different, not straying too far away from merch, still being on that same topic. But I've seen a lot of people asking about how to utilize social media to get their designs in front of their audience, their 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 target audience, their niche, what what have you. It's interesting because a lot of people ask about Facebook ads or Reddit ads, and they're quick to spend money on something that hasn't bought in any sales. And at that point, you're already at a negative ROI. Because with Facebook ads, if you think about it, you have to spend at least $5 a day to actually get some traffic to your actual listing. Now, granted, that traffic that you drive to your listing may not even buy anything. So after two days of testing this ad out and working with your audience targeting, you're already at $10 spent where you could have priced a t-shirt of yours that you have on Amazon for $12.98, made 85 cents royalty, if that, probably a little bit less than that, and bought the shirt so that way you could actually have sales in the actual tier that you're in. So I wouldn't recommend utilizing Facebook ads unless you have a large budget, you have a shirt that's a winner, and you know that people are actively buying it and you wanna go ahead and spend that money to see if you can get additional sales and you're on the upside of profit, then sure, test it out. But if you're just starting out and you're tier 10, tier 25, and I have yet to experience tier 100, so I don't know exactly what that's like, but I would imagine that people in tier 100 are probably seeing some of the same things that us lower tiered individuals are. I recommend going to sites like Instagram and to Pinterest to actually get that content out in front of their target audience. One of the interesting pieces is that I've seen a lot of people say that they don't know exactly how to utilize Instagram. And whereas Instagram is, to me, Instagram is Twitter with pictures and where pictures actually drive the content. 
But a lot of the use of Instagram is very similar to Twitter because if you think about hashtags and you go on Instagram and you search certain hashtags, you'll get a lot of different results. And those results that you see, they are real time. So if I was to upload a shirt of mine and put a hashtag behind it and search that hashtag as soon as that shirt goes live on Instagram, then I would actually see that pop up in that hashtag feed that I just searched. So I just want to take some time and go over some baby steps to getting Instagram up and running for you. The first thing that you want to do is make sure that you are creating a business account on Instagram. And as of today, as of the time of recording this podcast, which is uh, March 21st, in the newest update, you can actually add hashtags to your description. So when you set up a, a profile with Instagram, you get in your bio field, you have your name, you can have a website there, you can have an email address that people can contact you at. That The email address does not show, it just says email me. But one of the biggest things is that you can have your description. And previously, it was just different words that you can put in there to kind of describe yourself, to describe your business. If you're not familiar with Instagram, it, this is kind of like your about you section. And they come out with this new update where you can actually put in a hashtag or you can actually tag somebody else in your profile so that way people can discover you that way. And these hashtags and if you're at if you at mention somebody else, these are actually clickable links in your profile that people will actually see, which is also a new way to get discovered. So when you're creating that account, make sure you're creating a business account. Make sure you're including hashtags relevant to either your target audience. If you're in a certain niche, make sure you're make sure you've you're using hashtags that are related to that niche so that people can find your content that way. And, you know, make sure that description kind of just speaks about you. I know a lot of times that if you are just creating multiple Instagram accounts for multiple niches, then you're not really going to spend too much time in that particular description there. You may put up a sentence or two, but still include those hashtags so that way you appear in those search results. The One of the key things about setting up a business account is you're able to get stats on what you post. So you can see how many people have you reached, how many people have laid eyeballs on your content in the form of what Instagram calls impressions. You can see how many people that have commented on that on that particular post. So the benefits of setting up a business profile, a business account is you can actually get some insights as to kind of how your content is performing. And very similar to merch, if you know that you don't have any sales, you can actually go in and make edits to your particular caption. Now, you can't make edits to the comments, but you can make edits to the caption. So if you want to include a different hashtag, if you've maxed out your hashtags, maybe you want to start over. Maybe you want to put a new post out there so that way you can create a new post with the updates that you want to make, whether it's hashtags or whether it's the content itself. Now, the final piece of your profile in Instagram that you want to focus on is the link that you put in that website field. Typically, what you would want to do is put the link to your actual design in that particular field so that way you can promote your caption however you want to put it and ask people to go ahead and click the link in the bio so that way they can actually go to your design if they want to buy the shirt. However, there is a very cool tool called Linktree. I will actually include this in the episode notes. But what Linktree does, it allows you to link to all of your merch shirts on a single landing page via a single link. 
And this is helpful because even when I started out in the merch, I was going in and I was editing that profile or that link in the profile every single time I uploaded a shirt. So you can only imagine how cumbersome that 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 became. Not only am I going in, I'm copying the link from Amazon, putting it into the Google URL shortener or uh, Bitly URL shortener, and then taking that link, putting it into the Instagram profile, and then making my post. Well, now with Linktree, all you have to do is go log into Linktree, take that merch URL or that merch web address for your product, put it in the Linktree, put the title of the actual design in the Linktree, and it does the work for you. All you have to do is just basically put whatever link a link tree gives you and it's based off of your username so whatever link tree gives you as your link that is your link that you put into your profile so you don't have to worry about going in and editing your profile every single time that you put a shirt up the best part about it also is that you get high level click statistics with the free membership so there are limitations because they want you to pay for their paid version where you can get more of course but if you're just in it right now to see who's engaging with your content or how many clicks you can get on your particular link, then that gives you some sort of insight. Because as you all know, we do not get that insight from Amazon. We just put our designs up there. And if somebody buys it, that's we know that somebody has bought it. That's the only insight that we get. But this lets you know exactly what resonates with the audience. So if you have designs up for certain audiences, you know exactly that people are interested in that particular shirt. Now, if they don't buy, we don't know why they didn't buy. Maybe they found another product for cheaper on Amazon. We just don't know. But the high-level click statistics, not having to go in to update your profile every single time you upload a shirt with a new link, it's very helpful. Another tool is something that I talked about two weeks ago in episode four. It's called For Display Purposes Only. What this is is a hashtag tool where if you input a hashtag, it will find hashtag that people are actively engaging with. Now, say if you put in a hashtag that may be too specific, if people aren't engaging with the hashtag, it's not going to give you any recommendations. But for high traffic hashtags, so if you think about if you made a shirt centered around food or say let's say you made a shirt centered around donuts and you wanted to put in hashtag donuts, it'll automatically provide you with all the hashtags that people are actively engaging with about donuts. And this is a great thing because you can go ahead and copy that. They have a, what's called copy mode where you can copy those hashtags and put them directly into your Instagram comment. And we'll talk about why you must put that into the Instagram comment in a little, a little bit later in the podcast because there are certain limitations that you do have and you don't want to come across as spammy, but we'll get into that later. But this tool shows you what people are actively looking at and what they're actively looking for. And not only is this a great way to get additional eyeballs on your products, this is also a great way to gain new followers. Now, I won't say that you'll get hundreds of new followers based off of one post, but what I've seen is an average of 10 to 17 new followers per post. Does this mean they'll stay? No, because I see that my follower count fluctuates all the time. And I'm and I'm particularly fine with that because I know that my content is getting out there in front of some people who are actually actively liking the post or actively commenting on the posts that I put out there. But utilizing tools like this to know exactly what people are engaging with on Instagram is very helpful because other than that, 
you're going into the Instagram search bar and searching hashtags that you think may resonate well with your audience. And guess what? If there's a hashtag that this particular tool suggests for you to use in your post, then chances are those are good keywords that you can probably use in your listings if you need to tweak those if you haven't seen any sales coming in. Another question that I've seen people ask about Instagram is how do you how do you engage with the audience that you have? Like, so I created this Instagram account. I have put up these 10, 12 photos of my shirt, but nobody's seeing them. Nobody's clicking to that. Nobody's liking them. Nobody's commenting on them. The problem is you haven't followed your target audience. Now, as I said before, you can either have an Instagram page just for an overall brand. If you if you plan to you know move into a branded space a little bit later on, or you can have multiple Instagram accounts for the multiple audiences or niches that you're targeting. One of the things that you want to do when you create an Instagram account, very similar to Twitter, is you want to follow who your target audience is. You want to go in and you want to actually actively follow those individuals, find those people by different hashtags, search terms, content that you are targeting. So if you're targeting nurses for a shirt, you want to search nurses or search hashtags that relate to nurses and see who all is engaging with what comment with with what content, with what they're commenting on, what they're liking. You can see who liked posts, you can see who commented on a post and just follow them. People on Instagram, people on social media in general love followers whether they know them or not they look at that number and they see if they if that follower count is low they're going to be disappointed if that follower count if that follower count is high they'll be happy people like the fact that people are following them this is the same principle that applies to twitter this applies to facebook likes this applies to people on pinterest as well because they like followers they want to see people, they, the more people that you can get into your network, the better. And if you got to go out and get those people and then follow those people, make sure that your posts are going to relate to them because chances are they will check back for you to see if you're actually posting things that they like. And there's no harm in it. It really costs you nothing to go out there and find people that are interested in the niche that you are targeting. The last piece is determining your posting strategy. Now, there are tools that can help you schedule Instagram posts out. Uh, there are tools that where you can set these posts up. They'll notify you because Instagram has to be posted on a mobile device. They'll notify you via push notification that it's time to open up Instagram and send your post out, which is which is helpful. Myself, I'm not at the level yet where I want that particular level of interaction within within Instagram. I like it to organically take place where if I'm thinking about it, I'm able to go ahead and look at uh, look at my Instagram account, go ahead and put a photo up, put a caption up. But one of the perks to having that business account before I mentioned about you get stats on posts. Well, once you hit a certain follower level, I believe it's 100, they will actually see, they will actually show you who is engaging with your posts and what time of the day they're engaging with those posts which is key because if nobody's engaging with your post at 3 a.m., there's no reason to put up anything at 3 a.m. If nobody's engaging with your post at 9 a.m., there's no reason to put up a post at 9 a.m. But if between the hours of 1 and 3 p.m. is your sweet spot, then damn straight, you're putting up a post between 1 and 3 p.m. because you know that is when your audience will engage with that particular post. And chances are you have a chance to make a sale. 
Another piece is keeping those captions short. So we talked about hashtags a few minutes ago. And the key to hashtags is that Instagram allows you 30 hashtags per post. And this is key because those 30 hashtags not only count for your caption, but they also count for the comments that you have up under your caption. So the rule of thumb, and this was established, I want to say maybe a few years ago, where if you made a caption on your on your photo, you wanted to kind of keep it short. You just wanted people to see what that caption was. You can include a hashtag if you wanted to, but it really wasn't a thing to have a very long caption. And the thought about that was to interact with people within the comments. So if you put a hashtag, if you copy the hashtags from that display purposes only tool I talked about, if you put, if you copy and paste those hashtags in a comment for display purposes only provides five dots before your actual hashtags begin. So when you are commenting on this photo, it doesn't show all those hashtags right in line. It shows three dots making people click on it to actually view more information. So they can see all the hashtags that you put in there, but chances are people really aren't going to click on it to see what all you put in that particular comment. So this is your chance to actually put those hashtags in there that target the particular audience that you're targeting with your shirt. To recap everything we talked about, when you're starting out on Instagram, create a business account. That way you get the stats. You can see who's engaging with your post. You can see the time of day once you get to a certain level a certain level of followers and make sure that you utilize the tools that I gave you between Linktree and for display purposes only for Instagram. It will definitely take your Instagram strategy to the next level. As always, the tools that I mentioned in this podcast will be posted in the episode notes. Thanks again for listening to episode six of the Merch Newbies podcast. And until next week, take care.